it's been a real mixed bag, I, I guess, is the right way to put that uh, Northern Tour. I mean, the opening game when you lost by a point to France, I think uh, Dave Rennie probably banked some kudos for that result, even though it was a loss, because the French, I think everybody expected them to dominate. Then backed that up by losing to Italy, where he was one step forward, two, two steps back. A close loss to Ireland, and now a come-from-behind win against Wales. I mean, you were down, what, 34-13, and won that 37-34 somehow, so... I mean, Dave Rennie, he, it's, it's a roller coaster ride with the Wallabies at the moment. Where does he currently sit? Yeah, look, I think firstly you've got to recognise um, you know, what a, a backs-against-the-ball victory that was. And that's one that will go down in history as a really gutsy Aussie win. Uh, look, the Welsh aren't a great team. We know that. And at the moment, you know, we, we've certainly got a few uh, improvements to make to be considered a great team as well. But... You've got to take your chances. We haven't really done that on this tour. Uh, we were really fortunate to beat Scotland in our only other win on tour when they uh, Blair Kinghorn missed a, a pretty kickable penalty to win it for them right at the end. As you say, we, we lost to Italy, France, Ireland by um, you know, combined five points against those three matches. And you know it's great to look at it and say you're competing against some of the best teams in the world. Um, you know to get that close is, is is something to be proud of. But you've got to be clinical. And you've got to win when it, when it really matters, especially heading into a World Cup next year. So what we've been able to do against the Welsh coming from so far back with, um, you know, basically you, you could put together a 23 of, of missing Wallabies players at the moment that would probably be stronger on paper than the one that was selected. Um, and that's across injuries, but also across our, our players who weren't eligible for selection um, due to this being outside the test window. So your, your Marika Corabetti's, Bernard Foley's, Will Skelton's, um, you know, you throw in all your injured players and all of a sudden, you know, there are fairly mitigating circumstances that, that have us sitting in the position we are heading into the World Cup. That being said, um, jury's out on Dave Rennie. I've been a supporter of, of his uh, since long before his appointment and I think he's done some good things. But there's a lot of uncertainty around, um, you know, particularly selection. Um, no more so than in the halves where, um, you know, certainly there's been no opportunity for... You know, someone like a Tate McDermott to get any continuity. You know, someone who, who almost all Aussie rugby fans think is a real point of difference in that nine jersey and a real live wire. And if he's not starting, should certainly be coming off the bench every test. Noah Lolaseo, our, our young 10, he's been, yeah, he wouldn't know whether he's coming or going, that guy, in terms of, um, I guess, the, the lack of continuity and selection. He started all the games against the French mid-year last year, then wasn't taken on the spring tour. Then he started all the games against England this year, barely featured um, during the rugby championship. And um, he, he was left on the bench last week against the Irish. And then Ben Donaldson, a, a one-cap rookie, picked ahead of him to start against Wales. So things like that, you look at the situation and you look at a Noah Lolisio, you look at a Tate McDermott, there's a few other, you know, a Harry Wilson who um, you know, wasn't taken on the spring tour. is probably the best-performing back rower for Australia in Super Rugby. And... Um, yeah, the coaches have got to trust what they see in front of them every day in training. I get that. But the flip side of that, I, I think that when the results haven't been fantastic, you do have to call into question some of those selections and, and whether the end has justified the means. And I think at the moment, most Aussie rugby fans um, you know, would probably favour continuity for Rennie. Winning the last game of the year probably helps. But there's two big coaches available out there right now on the international scene. Um, and that's Scott Robertson and that's Ronan O'Gara. And we know that Wales are likely to be looking for a new coach. We know England will be um, you know, at the end of the World Cup when Eddie Jones finishes. We know that New Zealand could be in the market for a new head coach. So if you had an indication that you could get either an O'Gara or a Robertson in now, 
ahead of the World Cup and, and steal a march on, on those other big rivals, I think you'd have to give it genuine consideration. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting one. We'll keep an eye on that, mate. We'll, uh, we'll ask you about Eddie Jones coming up shortly as well. We'll just take a break now for the latest in news and sport with Aroha, and then we'll come back with more from the other side of the ditch.